This is the SPU Voices Podcast. I'm Amanda Stubber. Welcome to our next episode of Inside Voices, where we bring you stories of students, faculty, staff, and guest speakers right here on campus. And today we don't even have to go outside of our studio because we're interviewing my producer, Kyle Brown. Hi, I'm Kyle Brown. You might remember his Hi, I'm Kyle from our regular SPU Voices podcast. It's my big break. It's what I bring to the table. So why don't you talk to us about how you came to SPU, Kyle? So I came to SPU because someone came and visited from SPU, from the admissions office, Tyler Goresline, and he sold SPU to me. I knew I'm from the Portland area. I knew I wanted to get away from my family for a while. (laughs) Close enough that I could visit for Christmas and holidays, but far enough away that I wouldn't go home on the weekends. Can we just say that I also grew up in the Portland area, and that is another reason I came to school in Seattle. All the things you just said. I need a minute, family. I need a minute. Yeah. So I came up here for that. I didn't know what I wanted to study at all, and that was another benefit of going to SPU is that I was able to experience all those different programs without having to commit to something right away. And you did experiment. You studied and experienced a lot of different things at SPU. You want to give us a little rundown? So, yes, I did a lot of different things at SPU. Uh, I was here on a theater scholarship. Uh, I'm not trying to impress you guys, but I am a multiple-time intramural champion. I was a student ministry coordinator, also in Emerson. I was an RA in the Falcon Apartments, and I worked for three years for the admissions office while I was a student before I ended up coming back to work as a staff member. I Wait a minute. Who was your boss when you worked in admissions? It was you. Oh, that's right. I can't get away. Can we talk about your first day of work? Yeah. So <laughs> we did We did the tradition for SMCs and Emerson, which is you had to wear a cape that year. So everyone was given a cape. or uh, And mine was literally the cape from Lord of the Rings that Frodo wears. But I also had broken my toe. So I was in a walking boot uh, and I was wearing a cape on the first day of work. And I think you'd gone all summer without a haircut, if I remember correctly. Well, that was just pretty typical at that time. <laughs> it was just a real, really long hair. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good start. I was never, you know, super fashion conscious in school or really now. So I was fine with it. I wasn't too worried about it. I didn't even think that it was weird until I sat down and realized, oh, this is like work. This is a real work <laughs> Maybe environment. Maybe I shouldn't have worn my cape to work. This is a real work <laughs> environment. <laughs> and I'm meeting my boss for the first time. But I already had the job. It wasn't like an interview. So I, I was already doing it. So that's probably why that didn't cross my mind. Uh, I also couldn't really wear pants. I had to wear shorts all the time because of the walking boot. Uh, it was also springtime. So shorts 24-7. Which is also the rest of your life. Yeah, that's pretty much what I want now, too. <laughs> so what got you interested in uh, producing and, and working on on videos and, and podcasts? So when I was growing up, uh, there were a lot of TV shows out that were people doing pranks or physical comedy. And so my friends and I really liked that in 7th in and 8th grade. And so we tried to make our own. And so I learned how to edit or started learning how to edit through that uh, and really got the bug for it. And then as I got into school uh, at, at SPU, I just had more and more opportunities to do small editing projects in class. Uh, I was a communications major, so 
a lot of the time you had the option to maybe do a video instead of uh, a paper or speech, and I preferred that. But uh, you could be doing video and audio editing anywhere, but there was a pretty life-changing experience that happened to you while you were working at SPU, and uh, I think that's part of the reason you stayed. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so I started working at SPU October uh, 2016, and... Two months later, my lower back started hurting really bad. Uh, so I went in to get it checked out. I was like, oh, I went from being a tour guide, walking all the time to sitting down. It's probably just a slip disc. And that's what they thought too. So did an MRI. They didn't see anything. And they were really confused. So they're like, okay, let's do another couple MRIs. Uh, and eventually, after seven MRIs, they... Seven. Seven MRIs. Luckily, it's so fun to be in that machine. And so cheap. Yeah. And... It, <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, I had the SPU insurance to, to help with that as well. But seven MRIs, they found that I had something called a Chiari malformation, which is an indent at the base of your skull that your spinal cord fills into. Uh, and it slowly starts stopping the flow of spinal fluid. And it forms a pocket of air. And if the pocket of air starts going down your spine, it will burst and you'll be paralyzed from below that point. So luckily... They caught it early. A lot of people who have the Chiari malformation, it's small enough that they don't need to do anything about it. It won't form anything. You're just kind of born with it. But mine was five millimeters, which apparently is huge for Chiari malformation. And so they- have always been an overachiever. I've, yeah, I'm always going for it. So I had to get surgery on it. So it was, it was a year-long process of figuring out what it was and then deciding what to do about it. Uh, and then finally, when we, I went and saw a specialist who specializes in essentially your skull, uh, she said, oh, we need to do this like next week. So on, I started SPU October 16th, 2016. My surgery was October 16th, 2017. So exactly a year later, uh, I had the surgery. And so what happened was they, they take out the bottom of your skull and replace it with a skull that's normal. Uh, I'm waiting on the superpowers that are going to come from from the surgery. <laughs> Hasn't quite happened yet. Um, but basically, throughout the process, I was really supported at SPU. I was missing quite a bit of work to have to go get MRIs all the time. Um, I was able to change my schedule up so that I was working for 10 so that I could schedule everything on those days that I had off. They check on me every six months or so I have to go in and get an MRI and the all the spinal fluid is flowing normally there's not the bunch up anymore uh, and the air pocket that was starting to form has gone away so yeah I'm healthy I don't, it's not something that I have to worry about anymore which is really nice and SPU really partnered with me and was like hey we're here for you I know you've only been here as a worker for one year but uh, you're part of the family throughout the process Everyone was really nice. Everyone was like, hey, how are you doing? Like our VP, who I barely knew at the time and was kind of terrified of because she's like an authority figure, was like asking me questions about it and was like really invested. Like, oh, I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. Is there any way we can be helpful? People brought me meals after the surgery. And so just having that community around me in the, this hard time was great, super beneficial for me. And just... You know, I was the youngest person in the office. I knew nothing about life 
Uh, I still really know nothing about life. But I was getting the surgery. The man who showed up on his first day in a cape. Yeah, I was like, I was 23, getting this surgery. Didn't know, I mean, anything about anything. Uh, so I was asking people all sorts of questions about how do I use insurance? How do I, just life questions. And people were super supportive, coming alongside. And that's just been both my and my wife's experience at SPU has been people coming up next to you saying, hey, we're in this together, we got you, and just being super supportive. It's become a second family. That's fantastic. Well, we're glad to have you as part of our family here at SPU, Kyle, and hope you're going to stay a lot longer. We hope you liked today's interview and learned something along the way. From Amanda and Kyle, we ask you to rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep bringing you these personal stories with universal impact. See you soon.